0: Welcome back to the Sam and Ash experience.
1: Yes. Once again, welcome back. Welcome back. Oh,
0: God. Whatever, bro. You know you love it.
1: (laughs) Well, it's season two, and I doubt we're getting rid of it, so. Yep.
0: You've been with us this long, so stick with it. Right. So,
1: yes, it is season
0: two. This is actually.
1: Episode 2.
0: Episode 2. Three. No, it's
1: episode 2 of season
0: 2. Well, it depends on if you get Poe out. Wow. Oh, yeah. Well, it, this will be season... I'm oh, sorry. Season 2, episode 3.
1: Yeah.
0: So. Yeah. Anyway, welcome back, everyone. So, it's Saturday. We chilling, And uh, we got a birthday party tomorrow, so we're trying to crank some of these out.
1: Right, I feel like we have something every weekend.
0: It seems like it, almost. It's like, why can't we just have a weekend where we just do nothing but just do what we gotta do for this podcast and be done with One, it? One,
1: we're procrastinators. Whoa! Two, it's about nap time for me.
0: It is 1.16 p.m. Listen,
1: we just ate some peppered pork chops. That's
0: all that was on there. It <laughs> wasn't
1: no seasoning. I am ready for my nap.
0: Look, you need to get that under control because even I don't take naps like that. I love
1: naps. I was never one of those kids that
0: bought naps. I mean, me either, but I still don't take naps like that. Just... I love naps.
1: I'm like my mom. My mom would take a good ass nap too. Or you know, nap queens.
0: <laughs> I guess so, because beer. See? Me and, me and uh, Lisa, we don't really take naps for real though. Like I'll take a nap, don't get me wrong, but other than that, mm-mm.
1: so I hope you enjoyed the change, changing the topic uh, from a little bit, you know, of the true crime old grind. So now we're getting, we got a little spooky for you, and now we're gonna slide back into true crime.
0: We're gonna slide back into the DMs with the true crime.
1: Oh. <laughs> so, so without further ado. <laughs>
0: talking for 20 more minutes <laughs> <laughs> what
1: do you got for me this week i don't even know
0: so this week i have jose garavito so i heard this little ditty about jack and Diane,
1: once again no jack and Diane is nowhere near this oh so back at the uh quick stop <laughs> some of the chili dogs, <laughs> suck, it out, chili dogs. <laughs> suck it on chili dogs suck it on
0: which is so gross. Okay, anyway. So, I've seen this on... Fa- not Facebook. I've seen it on YouTube. I was just scrolling through YouTube just trying to find, like, my usual stuff I listen to. And I saw this one...
1: time on... lullabies.
0: Yeah, but no, this was, like, during the day, though. Wow. So, this was the actual daytime one. So, I was just scrolling through, and I've seen this. I was like, what? What do you mean? So, this guy... Is from Colombia. Okay, he's over there in Colombia. He killed 174 kids.
1: Jesus,
0: which is absolutely damn insane. I'm just letting you know that right now. And when I listened to this, um, this story, I was like, How have I never heard of this? Especially when it comes to children. Like, how have I never ever heard of this? But this was actually—it actually started back in like the nineteen seventies. So until nineteen ninety-five, I think. Wow, that's ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it yeah it it lasted a good a good while that he was sitting there just killing all these kids. But this story is about Luis Alfredo Garavito, the world's most prolific serial killer, because he is.
1: I feel like they said that about every freaking.
0: Yeah. Crazy ass. I'm telling you, but I'm just saying. But this one was just like, especially like crazy because it's about children. So.
1: Just like first of all, Fry.
0: Oh my, Albert Fish. Our fish. We gotta do that that's too. Like fish Fry. Girl. <laughs> you. Oh, God. Anyway. Yeah. Albert Fish. That's a whole nother level right there. Yeah.
1: That's the American version.
0: Yes, that is American version, number one. Number two, his was more, to me, his was more sick Yeah. than this one. This one is still pretty sick. And, like, I'm just going to go ahead and just, this is a trigger warning. A lot of our listeners do have children. So, it's a trigger warning. And it's literally not for the faint of heart, okay? So,
1: right.
0: you've been warned. Let's have my wig
1: straight.
0: It's locked and loaded. I said, it looks a little crooked today.
1: Well, we ain't gonna talk about that. <laughs> I'm doing the best that I
0: can. <laughs> In these uncertain times.
1: <laughs> it's my quarantine hair. <laughs> no, this is my essential hair. <laughs> <laughs> not quarantine. Not freaking essential. Good my Lord. My wig is damaged.
0: <laughs> Barely hanging on by a thread. It really is. Alright. But
1: so it's
0: locked and loaded. So, we secure I'm hold strap, in my strap in. Let's get it.
1: Okay.
0: All right. So, Luis Garavito was born on January twenty fifth, nineteen fifty seven, in Genova, Quinito. He was the eldest of seven brothers. His mother, Rosadelia, that is, an Hispanic name himself and his younger siblings were abused by his religious father. In 1964, when he was seven, his family had to leave Genova and move to Trujillo because of intense violence between drug cartels, guerrilla movements, Colombian governments, and paramilitary forces as they fight for control of Colombian territories. So they just had to pick up and move because everybody's doing the absolute most trying to take over some stuff, pretty much. And I'm sick of folks.
1: Tell us old as time. I'm telling you.
0: Like, leave stuff alone. If it's not yours, leave it alone. Oh, Thank you. And it's
1: even worse by the uh, media nowadays trying to pin folks against each other. I'm Showing you. the worst of the worst. It's crazy. I'm
0: telling you. Just leave stuff alone. It is okay. Right.
1: You don't need ratings that
0: bad. I'm telling you. Well, we need ratings. But... <laughs> So, we're okay, going to start so, telling lies. <laughs>
1: listen. Put down your forts. We'll tell you at the end of this what you could be eating right now that could end your life. <laughs> Tonight at 9. <laughs> in
0: 1969. Okay, here we go. So, this is how everything kind of started for him. Uh-huh. So, in 1969, Luis was raped by male neighbors. At 12 and 15 years old,
1: Jesus,
0: he had no one to turn to, so he kept everything to himself. You know how a lot of us um, who are introverts or people who have been abused or things of that nature, we keep everything in. Right. We keep everything bottled up, and that's when we finally snap on somebody, <laughs> and it's a killer spree. <laughs>
1: Listen, the way you looked at me right there. <laughs> If I'm not on the next few podcasts, y'all know why. <laughs> I'm out back somewhere behind the barn. We don't have a barn.
0: I wish uh, we did, but hey. Uh, yeah. uh, and he had to live with that physical and mental torment, like, you know, See, as began, he was growing up. Uh, it begs
1: to differ, the whole, like,
0: Nature versus nurture. Right.
1: I wonder if he would have turned into the same person if he wasn't abused.
0: If he wasn't abused by his dad plus freaking neighbors.
1: Yeah. I don't know. It's weird.
0: I don't. I don't know because some people, like we said in earlier podcasts, some people have a good life growing up, but then right. they just turn it. It's evil. just they just turn evil. Right. You know, but.
1: And some people were abused. And yeah, some people were abusing. Mentally or sexually or both. and... They turn out okay. Turn out okay, or they turn out to be scumbags. Yay! So it's, a, just to, it's a toss up. Yeah. It's your hand, your dealt.
0: <laughs> I'm telling you.
1: If I was dealt that hand, I'd be like, no, thank you. No, thank you. Worry about yourself. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right, sweetheart. <laughs> oh can you imagine this is what pops in my head like you're in heaven dealing with the genetic lottery you know you pull your tab and it's just like you're gonna be a psychopath murderer. dang it i want to be a doctor (laughs) and then it goes i could go on for this all day but I'm not going to, but the whole thing, like, if you were abused and tormented or if your life got cut short, if you believe in, like, afterlife and stuff, I wonder if, like, your next life, you're just, like, a royal or something like that. I you know. know I mean? like, like, you, all, like, you come
0: back as something different.
1: That, that's interesting. I, would, I hope we have afterlife. I don't really, I mean, I'm religious, but I'm not, like, corny. It's just funny. It's just weird to think about, like, this is the end. You know what I mean? Like, I would love to come back as like... A squirrel. A spider. Yeah, and then taunt Mr. Weenie. <laughs> Jesus, take
0: the will and just please just chuck it into the nether. <laughs> what?
1: You ever trying to taunt every dog? <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Back to We
0: love back you, back Mr. Wendy, but <laughs> Jesus. That was a little side rant.
1: <laughs>
0: okay. So he became withdrawn, which resulted in being bullied. Which, you know.
1: Happens. You know, if
0: you're an introvert, you know, what I'm saying you're right. you're usually bullied, but I was I'm an introvert but I wasn't bullied. It's
1: really sad that these people have bad lives and they have to deal with that and then go to school and get bullied for something that's out of their control. Exactly. Kids are just brutal.
0: I'm telling you, adults are brutal, Uh just being real. He started to become aggressive and prone to violent outbursts. This is stupid. His dad forbid him to have female acquaintances. That's weird that's yeah. like super duper weird you would think he would want you to you know yeah. but which brings me to something else i just like literally popped in my head ed Dean was like that his mom forbid him and his brother from having female acquaintances yeah. and so you see how he turned out you know he had numerous relationships with women his own age but failed to be aroused when he became intimate with them, he realized that... I have
1: a blue pill for that now.
0: Oh, <laughs> Girl. Okay, first off, working in a pharmacy is, like, hilarious sometimes. Yeah. Because these men be coming in here be getting our rates because they trying to get their
1: pills. Listen. Not just that. But there's two different people. One that come up there and they're on the sly. Like, can I give them a medicine? Yeah, there are other people that just waltz in there
0: like, yeah, they say, yeah, you know I'm about to get some of the tonight, B
1: <laughs> What you mean it's already?
0: Oh my god, like it trips me out because first of all, okay, here's a little side story. One day we got this prescription, and it was for this, you know, for that, you know, uh, an ed drug. But okay, it was okay. First of all, if a lot of people who don't Who aren't like in the medical field, whatever, Viagra and stuff like that, it wasn't designed for ED. Right. It wasn't. It was designed, it was a blood pressure pill. And
1: for y'all that don't know, ED is erectile dysfunction. Dysfunction
0: of the erectile. Oh. Oh my God. Whoa. (laughs) Anyway.
1: Welcome (laughs) back.
0: Okay, but yes, it was designed to be a blood pressure pill. But
1: can you imagine the pharmaceuticals back in the day? Like, oh, that's not lowering my blood pressure.
0: (laughs) It's making it rise. (laughs) Ew. Not to be a blood pressure pill, but they saw that it was actually making people, men erect. But there are women who there are some women who do take, like Viagra, for their
1: oh, their blood pressure, yeah. you know. Oh, not just that, men. I mean, women take it for to get stimulated too. But they
0: have, but they have. We have our own drug now yeah. for but, that. But I
1: guess this was back in the day where... We're-
0: Oh Lord, not that story. We're definitely not going to that story. But yes. So, but it's so funny because we got a prescription for this gentleman. This gentleman was like ninety-seven or ninety-eight years old.
1: Listen, he's gonna pop one too many.
0: Listen, and get I said laid out. I said listen. No, the only thing he needs to slide into is the bed. Okay, like. He he needs to grease his (laughs) ankles,
1: right? Look,
0: he needs to grease his ankles and go to bed. Okay, that's it. Close the window. That
1: uh, Indian dad says close the window.
0: (laughs) Yeah, close the window. Trick is
1: smoothie. Go to bed.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Just the only thing you need to slide into is the bed. Okay, that's that's it.
1: Listen,
0: he'll die with a smile. I I mean yeah. Not
1: rigor mortis has happened either.
0: But seriously though. I was like like some some people just get irate or they get antsy. Yeah. Like
1: they it's, like,
0: it's like steroids. It's almost. like crack almost. Yeah. It's like it's so weird, but Yeah. You're so look dag-
1: addicted to that rise, you know.
0: Oh child. Boo.
1: Anyways.
0: Anyway, that was a little side story. So Again, he realized that he was much more attracted to the same sex. What?
1: Sorry, I was just thinking we got off on that tangent, and we're talking about uh, Viagra or whatever. Uh What was the other one? Cialis? Oh, yeah, and that guy, what was his, that commercial with the guy, and he was like, this is something, Mm -hmm. this is something's wife, and she's, like, smiling. Do you remember those Commercials. Oh yeah she looked like she was just in flat pain. Just
0: yeah. <laughs> oh my god, what was this that is, was that Viagra or was that Seattle? That's Seattle. Was it Cialis? Cialis. Cialis? Was it was it John or something I like that?
1: I think it was that? John. This
0: is John, this is John. Yes, this is John, this is John's wife. Oh, hell no. Nah.
1: And he was just strutting.
0: Just, oh, God.
1: I've, I've listen, got that
0: commercial. You need to bring I, up old stuff.
1: I just want to say, if you have to take the pill, I wouldn't be strutting too much.
0: Oh, girl. You know,
1: nothing against that. If you do you, boo. Right,
0: you do you, boo, but listen... I got $50 for one pill. Girl, that stuff is so expensive. It's like retarded. Okay, back to the show. So he was attracted to the
1: same sex.
0: He was attracted, he said he realized he was attracted to the same sex, but not men his own age. Because he was, I don't know, let's see. I forgot how old he was, but he was attracted to boys, yeah. much, much, younger, much younger than himself.
1: Okay, here's a theory about that. <clears throat> when he was attacked, Mm-hmm. Sometimes when people are, are like attacked, or not all the time, but their brain kind of stops at a certain age. Mm-hmm. Do you think that since he was molested at twelve or fifteen, that it that's just what kinda, he sees? Yeah, prob- I
0: mean, probably.
1: Not that that's justified. It's, that's just not justified. Nothing, nothing it, but
0: it, it, yeah, I understand what you're talking about. And
1: that's why,
0: maybe, maybe so. I don't know. Listen, I could go on another tangent about damn
1: pedophiles, though. Oh no, nah, we're it not. Too much listen, right now.
0: Listen, we will. Do a. We'll do a another. Freaking! I think when we do Albert Fish, we yeah. can do because he was a pedophile too, which was so yeah. stupid. And we could just not even. We could
1: just talk about what's
0: going on now. Oh God.
1: Okay. Go ahead.
0: His sexual compulsion led him to commit his first indecent act as a teenager. While his younger brothers were asleep, he would fondle them for his own sexual gratification.
1: Disgusting.
0: you nasty. <laughs> you nasty.
1: Shut the window and go to bed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he attempted to molest a young boy at a train station. Why a train station?
1: <laughs> I don't know.
0: Like... Okay, they're right, but he tried to molest a boy, young boy, the train station, but was unsuccessful when the boy yelled for help.
1: Well, duh. Duh. (laughs) He's trying to father me. Better believe I'm screaming like a banshee. I'm telling
0: you, he was arrested for this attempt, but released and. He was released from jail and kicked out of the family home.
1: Didn't you say his dad molested
0: him? No. They. He was just abused. Oh. Like abused. physically abused. It
1: was a neighbor.
0: Yeah, the neighbors oh, okay. did. Mm-hmm. In 1973, at the age of 16, he had to secure a secure low-paying jobs on farms and warehouses to survive on his own. So he just out here at 16, just he had to do what he had to do. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Because he done got kicked out kicked out of the house for trying to be nasty. <laughs> he became an alcoholic and found it difficult to work with others and hold down a steady job.
1: As one does.
0: <laughs> As I did. No, I'm just By 21, Luis settled in the city of Armenia where he found work at a bakery then later a grocery store. He attended church faithfully and attended AA meetings to kick his alcohol Alcohol.
1: Who that damn alcohol poisoning?
0: Girl, alcohol poisoning (laughs) to kick his alcohol addiction. Good Jesus.
1: (laughs) Alcohol. That's when you know you got off the deep end. I'm telling you. Go off the deep end.
0: (laughs) It seems like his life was turning around, but he couldn't contain his lust for young boys.
1: Okay, first of all. He couldn't keep a steady job. He's on the streets. And he has alcohol poisoning. (laughs) How the fuck did his life turn around? (laughs) From what? I don't understand that sentence. (laughs) Hold on. My life is in the slums right now. (laughs) He's alcohol. I
0: can't. Oh, no.
1: Girl. I don't know. How the fuck did around? I don't know. I can't. i
0: Oh my god. Why? I can't with you, you tripped. <laughs> but yeah, his life was turned around from alcohol poisoning, I guess.
1: Oh, Jesus. He said his life turned around. That's what he said. For not the better.
0: Not the better, Lord.
1: Jesus, take the wheel.
0: <laughs> oh God. He followed the same routine after work. He would go buy alcohol, and go to a local park.
1: Uh huh. That's
0: one does. <laughs> That's what I do
1: on a Thursday
0: night. <laughs> I'm telling you, poor peasant children, turn to pos. Bleh. Poor, peasant children turn to prostitution to survive. This is when Luis will, will satisfy his thirst for children and drink into the early hours of the morning. When the sun rose, he would attend church to repent his sins. And repeat an excerpt from Romans chapter 7, verse 15. For what I am doing, I don't understand. I'm practicing what I do. I'm doing the very thing that I hate. And so, this is a quote from him. This is actually what he said, I think, when he did his um, interrogation. Many times it occurred to me that when miners arrived at the supermarket to buy something, I was giving myself a desire, like what I have always called a force or an impulse to be with that miner. Caress him. Violate him. Disgusting. From nineteen eighty to nineteen eighty one, his lust became uncontrollable till his inner demon took over him. He would go to a neighboring town, acceded to several minors. He caressed them, tied them up, took off their clothes and raped them. So on his lunch break, how how long was your lunch break? I don't
1: want I don't want a minute, man.
0: Oh my god First of all, I'm gonna teach my
1: kids how to kick ass. I'm telling you. Because ain't no man gonna come up to my child and caress them out of nowhere. What would you do if some man came up to you as a kid and just started caressing you?
0: First off, i will be like, Stranger Danger! Yeah, Stranger Danger first I don't bite his ass. (laughs) (laughs) And then fight his ass. (laughs) Oh, jeez. But again, how long was your your damn lunch break? An hour. I guess, I mean, for him to go to the neighboring town, but it all depends on which neighboring oh, town it is. Oh, yeah, like here to uh, be that,
1: or something, probably. Maybe. Like
0: 15
1: minutes, but he would have to know, like, unless he just
0: took them long-ass lunches. I don't know, that, that, I, that's what I want to know. How long was your lunch, and how far was this town from you? Right. For several months, he continued the same routine, but after a while, unless he got like, bored. Unless,
1: the to college Station.
0: Which is like you can't really tell. Right. It just like goes right into <laughs> each other.
1: one, the other.
0: I'm telling you, my God, don't do that. For several months, he continued the same routine, but after a while, he got bored, so he decided to step it up a notch. He stated that he had no desire to caress them. He began to use razors to cut them, candles and lighters to burn them. He would also bite them on their buttocks and nipples. Okay, so he's once again turning his life around. Good to see it. Good to see that he's turning his whole life around. Love it. But, yeah. So, he was... He got intense sexual gratification from these acts. And with each victim, the torture got worse. In 1984, at age 27... He was admitted into a psychiatric facility and spent 33 days there until doctors felt he was fit to return to society.
1: That always gets... That always... Like, we're going to talk about... That always grinds my gears. We're going to talk about Ed Kemper.
0: Oh, God. But
1: he was another one that went... They said that he was fine because he's a good talker and he had a fucking head in his car. I'm telling
0: you. But it's stupid.
1: Spoiler alert!
0: (laughs) But no, there's actually another... I need to... um, find out about the other this other guy in england and he was mentally unstable i mean he was mentally unstable and he was killing killing uh people and yeah. then they put him in a, a mental institution they let him go like a lot of what them
1: you doing? The day, if you hear a lot of them because they didn't have room for him, or just didn't want to have funding or something for them so
0: they're like oh they're fine oh uh, it's fine d I'm, I'm no i'm just thinking these doctors don't know what they're doing
1: or they just didn't care right didn't affect them Mm-mm. they didn't have the funding the people or care
0: um. after he was released back into the wild like the animal he is he went to Pereira. he found two children and took them to a coffee plantation where he tied them up stripped them down and himself violated them bit them burned them and just left them there from 1980 to 1992, 12 years, okay? He continued his crimes throughout the coffee growing region of Colombia. One day he was caught red-handed by a police officer yeah. in the act of sexually assaulting a minor.
1: What?
0: He was not charged with this crime because the corrupt officer took a bribe from Luis to look the other way. I'm sick of it. I'm over it.
1: You gotta do that, all right?
0: People people gotta do better. I'm sorry. Louise gotta do better in life right now. By the age of 35, he had raped and tortured close to 200 children Jesus. and had not yet reached his criminal peak. That is absolutely insane. His disfigured psyche manifested in the two books that uh, Louise carried with him most his Bible reinforced his profound sense of guilt that he felt when fulfilling his urges he also carried a small personal notebook that had the names of his victims places and dates of all his crimes wow. Luis firmly believed that there was an evil dominating force within him oh, yeah? and accepts the evil within himself he wanted to experiment here we go he wanted to experiment with satanism and ouija boards to his mind and his mind bridge the supernatural gap that he was looking for one night while drinking a cheap bottle of brandy he began to use the spirit board and was overcome with a force that surrounded him now this is what he said happened he asked what do you want satan do you want to serve me him yes satan if you kill many good things will come to you like what Please, add, please let me know Satan what good things come, came to him
1: right.
0: in the end oh, Lord. an
1: express <clears throat> trip to hell
0: it, an express trip I mean first class trip to hell a local boy was on his way home when he made the mistake of passing a local bar where Luis was drinking captivated by the boy's innocence and driven by compulsion Louise followed the boy closely and then approached him he offered the boy money to help him with a job that needed completion. He agreed, but didn't know about the evil company he was in. Garavito stopped by a local shop to buy some rope, a butcher's knife, brandy, and sweets for his victim.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He led him to a wooded location where he would face the beast. And that's what they call Garavito. That was the his beast. Mm-hmm, The beast.
1: Which is weird because Albert <clears throat> Fry, they
0: fish. They called him the wolf, the werewolf. Yeah. Days later, the boy's small decomposing body was found. He had been raped, tortured, stabbed to death, and castrated.
1: Ugh.
0: I know. The reign of the beast had begun. Okay. So again, like this whole entire story is a trigger warning. Just let you know. But it's it's probably it's about to get a little bit more gruesome from like here on out beginning in 1992 small children ranging from 6 to 16 years old began to disappear from multiple colombian towns these boys were either homeless peasants or orphans they would disappear from the crowded streets and from small rural areas even though missing persons reports were filed this disturbing pattern of disappearances continued for four years In 1997, on the outskirts of the city of Pereira, a mass grave containing the bodies of 36 children in different stages of decomposition was found. Their hands and feet were bound with nylon rope, all showed signs of vicious torture, and some had as much as 46 stab wounds. That is overkill.
1: Right?
0: Period, okay? The gruesome discovery made headline news all over the country. And a special task force was commissioned to investigate similar homicides all over Colombia. Research was focused initially on child prostitution, organ harvesting, Satanism, and pedophilia. By 1997, they located another 118 bones and small items of clothing. More mass graves containing bodies of children continue to be discovered all over the country as the detectives worked tirelessly to find the one responsible. One or ones responsible. So they didn't know if this person had a, an accomplice because it was so many bodies being like, you know, being found. Yeah. In February of 1998, outside the city of Genova, the bodies of two naked children were found lying next to each other on a hill. The next day, only meters away, another child's body was found. All three bodies had their hands bound, and had signs of sexual abuse. The victims' necks were severely cut, and bruises were found on their backs, genitals, legs, and buttocks. The murder weapon was found in the same area as the bodies, along with a note that, this is stupid, along with a note that had an address written on it. The information led them to Garavito's girlfriend. So Garavito had a girlfriend.
1: Mm -hmm. Cover
0: cover i'm
1: sure
0: it was yeah it was a front so they found the murder weapon and everything and they found this note with this woman's address on it
1: Hmm.
0: which is dumb i
1: wonder if she knew about it
0: no i don't think she knew about it wait well it's about to it's about to get into detail about it okay she didn't know anything about what was going on but she had something that was going to tie him to all the murders. Yeah. Garavito, Garavito's girlfriend was contacted, but disclosed that she had not seen him in months. She, okay, so, like, so how y'all know y'all still together? Right. <laughs> she did, however, give the police a bag that contained some of his belongings, including pictures of young boys, detailed journals of his murders, tally marks of his victims and bills, Wow. wow. You're going to
1: leave your murder book behind.
0: Right, you're going to leave your little murder pack behind, basically. Your little murder mm-hmm. time capsule. Pretty much. This information led, led police to his residence, but it was vacant. Police believed that he was either traveling for work or just away, finding his next victim. Carabita was eventually arrested a few days later, but on an unrelated attempted rape charge. A homeless man had been in close proximity to observe a struggle between Garibito and a child and felt it necessary to rescue him. Look, the homeless dude did better than the damn police right? officer.
1: I guess he didn't offer him anything.
0: I guess. So that He was like, you know what? That bitch didn't give me no buddy, so guess what? You're going to jail. <laughs> he was
1: out through town just gallivanting
0: around. Gallivanting around.
1: What's
0: this? <laughs> On April 22nd, 1999... I was see, you no, know, I lied. It, this was like, yeah. Oh,
1: 1999?
0: It, 99, yeah. On April 22nd, 1999, Luis was res- arrested again on separate charges of rape. So basically, it was attempted rape, then he gets arrested again yeah. for rape. Huh? He was questioned about the killings, and while he was being detained at a local jail... His DNA was collected and matched to the victims and eventually led to a confession of his crimes. Luis Alfredo Garavito confessed to killing 140 children and was charged with killing 172 total throughout Colombia. That is absolutely stupid. I just, like, I can't, I, I literally cannot wrap my head around that for real. He was found guilty of 138 of the 172 accounts. The others are ongoing. Garavito was sentenced to 1,853 years and nine days in prison.
1: (laughs) Only in nine days. (laughs) I I
0: know. Oh, I cracked up laughing. I was like, nine days? Which is the lengthiest sentence in Colombian history. But, and this is a bunch of bullshit, (laughs) Colombian laws limit imprisonment to 40 years. And because Garavito helped the police find the victim's bodies his sentence was further reduced to 22 years
1: what the fuck
0: i'm telling you that's the bullshit i was saying about he is currently serving his sentence in a mass security prison he is held separately from all the other prisoners on the fear that he will be killed immediately
1: yep and
0: right and he is scheduled to be released in 2021
1: next year that's
0: just next year so this is the in
1: population one time
0: baby you're gonna be dead within five minutes especially all the people who especially that's like that's like here in the in the states like if they know you're a child killer uh-huh. or a child rapist baby yeah. that you are automatically March. targeted
1: before you even get on
0: before you even get there really truly because uh-huh. you know it's like circulating <laughs> yeah he said they said he is to be released in 2021 but I also read that because he is like a model, model prisoner, that he can be released sooner than that, which is crazy because I'm like...
1: Do you think people like this can be reformed?
0: No, he can't. He can't be reformed. I'm sorry. Even though he's a model prisoner in, in prison, yeah, but he's... Being because on,
1: he's not around the temptation.
0: Yeah, but as soon as he's around the temptation, it's just like crack almost.
1: Right. You know, see and get the urges.
0: He's gonna get the urges again, but listen, y'all. This story. When I heard this story, I was like livid. I was driving to work, listening to the end of it, when they said he he could be released next year. I got livid when I was listening to his sentence. I was like forty. They could have just said life imprisonment, but they don't have a life imprisonment in Colombia, which is
1: stupid. Some of these people deserve to be locked away for life. I mean, forever. fast track to hell. Right. Courtesy of old Sparky. Old Sparky. But they don't do that anymore.
0: No, they don't have old Sparky no more.
1: Okay, random question. Mm. If you had to go out, what would you choose? Hanging, firing squad, old Sparky, or lethal injection?
0: I don't know. I feel like I wouldn't do I wouldn't do the hanging thing. I'm tell you why, because if my neck doesn't snap right then and there, yeah, then I'm just gonna suffocate to death, and that would be terrible. Yeah,
1: it's slow.
0: It's slow and it's painful. No, firing squad maybe because I'd probably be killed like instantly, and then that's it. Yeah. Maybe what else she say? Old sparkly. Old sparkly probably hell no. Just because I wouldn't want to feel like the electricity. Go through my body. I don't know. I just wouldn't. Do you
1: feel like they feel it or are they dead immediately?
0: No, because somebody. Who was that? Somebody was. Didn't they do somebody once, like, and it didn't kill them, but then they had to do it again? That would suck. Like, if it doesn't kill you instantly the first time, they had to do it again. Yeah, I wouldn't know. That's a no go for me.
1: Yeah.
0: Lethal injection, that's they just. They just basically put you to sleep. That's it. So, it's like being put under anesthesia, but then you're not going to wake up. You know. That's scary. That's just the, the thought mind, of it. It's scary.
1: Right. In my mind, like. In my mind. I okay. wonder if, It makes me think of dark things. Like, if you feel like you're suffocating, but you can't wake up enough to, like, stop it.
0: I know. That's the scary thing about it. I can't. Like, just even thinking about it gives me anxiety. Yeah. Like, bad like you anxiety. You feel like
1: you're drowning.
0: Yes. Bad anxiety. Like, mm mm. Okay. But
1: tell us how you want to be taken out. I think I want to be taken out like a firing squad and be like, "Come on, boys, uh-uh. give me a best shot. Hit me with your best." <laughs> <choice.">
0: <laughs> Lord I have like, Go out and a blaze oh, of glory. Yeah, <laughs> and a blaze of glory. Get out of here,
1: singing Pat Benatar,
0: <laughs> girl. <laughs> but but seriously though, like. Legit, like, this is, like, the most heart-wrenching but stupidest case yeah. when it came to the sentencing.
1: I think anybody that hurts kids, it's just, there's no reform. No. You're just the lowest of the low.
0: And I feel like if you are a child killer, a child rapist, anything that has to do with kids, I feel like you should just, automatic death sentence, yeah. just, that's it. Like, I mean, there's no life. Death, you get an automatic death sentence, but it's not, but you're not gonna be like, put the death like lethal injection. You're gonna be put in general population and that's it. I mean, you're gonna die anyway, so.
1: right. I feel like anything, I feel like if it was back in the old days, an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, you do something and the exact same thing happens to you multiple times a day. Mm-hmm. Like if you wanna get you you wanna rape little kids, I think that everybody in the prison system should line up I'm telling you. Five times a day after mm-hmm. mess hall. <laughs> she said after
0: mess hall, bitch, that is the military. Oh.
1: was
0: like after lunch.
1: After all they're eating and they should just round them up. If they wanted to bind them and torture them, I think they should be bound and tortured every day. Mm-hmm. Somebody should come in after they rape them and get a little sawed on and just...
0: I mean, something. Because I don't... Because, like, a, a pe- like people like that, they get off way too frequently. easy. Yeah. It's sad that, that you get off so easy for something, you know, that you're doing to somebody who was defenseless. Yeah,
1: innocent and the whole thing. But... Well, thanks for depressing me for the rest of the day. You're welcome. (laughs) Anyway. We hope you enjoyed this little ditty.
0: We hope you enjoyed it. Like I said, it was a trigger warning for all of our listeners who have children.
1: Which basically every true crime is a trigger warning.
0: It really is. I feel
1: like if you come and listen to a true crime or a haunted podcast and you don't expect to be triggered... Like, we're the wrong podcast.
0: Uh, right, like... <laughs> Go
1: listen to some kind of, like, I don't know, tutorial on how to build cabinets for IKEA. Uh-huh! <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, but... Uh, well,
1: everybody... That's gonna be it for today.
0: It for this little episode. Yeah.
1: Well, another one in the bag.
0: Another one in the bag. But listen... Y'all need to stay tuned, because we're about to have some stuff coming up. Hopefully. No, it's happening. It's happening. So she says. So it is.
1: So it won't be done. (laughs) (laughs) Let it be done. (laughs) Um, If you want to contact us, you can find us on Instagram at...
0: Sam and Ash underscore ESP underscore podcast. And you can also find us on Facebook, which is the Sam and Ash Experience.
1: Yeah.
0: I think uh, if you do, like, like, at, it's like, at Sam and Ash EXP, or something like that. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: so. We do have, still have Twitter. Twitter is, like, I don't know. I've, I literally posted on Instagram today, Is do people still use Twitter, or is that a myth? <laughs> <laughs> but
1: if you want to see, like, case photos and stuff ash is
0: really good about putting that in and i drop in on facebook mostly so yeah so and also
1: we have an email
0: yeah our email is sam the EXP podcast at gmail.com so you can send us listen to us. y'all still don't send us listen to us but uh, whatever <laughs> y'all get to it i guess but hey it's there for y'all to for y'all to drop that in there. Yeah.
1: Or if you have recommendations or things you want to hear us to do, um, or just how we can be- get better or improve or whatever, just say hi. Mm-hmm. Uh, please don't forget to tell your friends, share it, let them know about the podcast. We're growing and learning every day.
0: Yep. Yeah, we're about to start venturing out into the world. The world.
1: Uh, well. Uh <laughs> a little sliver of
0: it well a little sliver of it we're trying to venture i'm trying to talk sam into venturing out into other medias so y'all can see i mean see and hear us more so look out for that but Ain't
1: gonna
0: happen. whatever see that's that's just insecurities talking
1: anyways so we hope you keep it classy keep it sassy and, tra- a <laughs> and, oh, right.
0: and a little trashy. And a little trashy.
1: And don't get murdered. See y'all later. Bye.
0: Okay,
1: bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Damn it. Damn. <laughs>